Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today, this Monday the 13th of June, or the 14th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are on a parasha called Beha Alotcha, and that means when you set up. And a portion of scripture from the Torah is today Numbers chapter 8, verses 15 through 26. Before we start reading the Word of God, let's bless Him and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. After that, the Levites shall go in to do the service of the tent of meeting. You shall cleanse them and offer them as a contribution. For they are wholly given to me from among the sons of Israel, instead of all who opened the womb even the firstborn of all the sons of Israel. I have taken them to me. Every firstborn among the sons of Israel is mine, both man and animal. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim, I sanctified them for myself. I have taken the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the sons of Israel. I have given the Levites as a gift to Aharon and to his sons from among the sons of Israel to do the service of the sons of Israel in the tent of meeting and to make atonement for the sons of Israel so that there will be no plague among the sons of Israel when the sons of Israel come near to the sanctuary. So Moshe, Aharon, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel did so to the Levites. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe concerning the Levites, so the sons of Israel did to them. The Levites purified themselves from sin, and they washed their clothes, and Aharon offered them for a contribution before the Lord. And Aharon made atonement for them to cleanse them. After that, the Levites went in to do the service in the tent of meeting before Aharon and before his sons, as the Lord had commanded Moshe concerning the Levites, so they did to them. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, This is what is assigned to the Levites. From twenty-five years old and upward, they shall go in to wait on the service in the work of the tent of meeting. And from the age of fifty years, they shall retire from doing the work, and shall serve no more, but shall assist their brothers in the tent of meeting to perform the duty, and shall perform no service. This is how you shall have the Levites do their duties. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, eight fifteen through 26. Our portion from the prophets is today the prophet Jeremiah, or Yeremiah, chapter 30. 
The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write all the words that I have spoken to you in a book. For behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will reverse the captivity of my people Israel and Yehuda, says the Lord. I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they will possess it. These are the words that the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Yehuda. For this is what the Lord says, We have heard a voice of trembling, a voice of fear, and not of peace. Ask now and see whether a man travails with child. Why do I see every man with his hands on his waist, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned pale? Woe, for that day is great, so that none is like it, and it is the time of Yaakov's trouble, but he will be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass on that day, says the Lord Svaot, that I will break his yoke from off your neck, and will burst your bonds. Strangers will no more make them their bond servants, but they will serve the Lord their God, and David their king whom I will raise up to them. Therefore do not be afraid, O Yaakov, my servant, says the Lord. Do not be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar, and save your offspring from the land of their captivity. Yaakov will return, and will be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid. For I am with you, says the Lord, to save you, for I will make a full end of all the nations where I have scattered you. But I will not make a full end of you, but I will correct you in measure and will in no way leave you unpunished. For this is what the Lord says, Your hurt is incurable, your wound is grievous. There is no one to plead your cause that you may be bound up. You have no healing medicines. All your lovers have forgotten you, they do not seek you, for I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the greatness of your iniquity, because your sins were increased. Why do you cry over your injury? Your pain is incurable. For the greatness of your iniquity, because your sins have increased, I have done these things to you. Therefore all those who devour you will be devoured. All your adversaries, every one of them, will go into captivity. Those who plunder you will be plunder. I will make all who prey on you become prey. For I will restore health to you, and I will heal you of your wounds says the Lord, because they have called you an outcast, saying, It is Zion, whom no man seeks after. This is what the Lord says, Behold, I will reverse the captivity of Yaakov's tents and have compassion on his dwelling places. The city will be built on its own hill, and the palace will be inhabited in its own place. Thanksgiving will proceed out of them, with the voice of those who make merry. I will multiply them, and they will not be few. I will also glorify them, 
and they will not be small. Their children also will be as before, and their congregation will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress them. Their prince will be one of them, and their ruler will proceed from among them. I will cause him to draw near, and he will approach me. For who is he that has pledged his heart to come close to me, says the Lord? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Behold the storm of the Lord. His wrath has gone out, a sweeping storm. It will burst on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not return until he has accomplished and until he has performed the intentions of his heart. In the end of days you will understand it. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. That was the prophet Jeremiah chapter 30. And now our portion from the writings is Job or Job chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm wind and said, Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man, for I will question you, then you answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if you have understanding. Who determined its measures, if you know? Or who stretched the line out on it? What were its foundations fastened on? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it broke out of the womb, when I made clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I determined its boundaries, set its bars and doors, and said, You may come here, but no farther. You proud waves shall be stopped here. Have you commanded the morning in your days and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth and shake the wicked out of it? It is changed as clay under the seal and presented as a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld and the high arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea or have you walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Or have you seen the gates of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the earth in its width? Declare if you know it all. What is the way to the dwelling of light? As for darkness, where is its place, that you should take it to its bound, that you should discern the path to its house? Surely you know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the treasuries of the snow, or have you seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the lightning distributed, or the east wind scattered on the earth? Who has cut a channel for the flood water? or the path for the thunderstorm, to cause it to rain on a land where there is no man, 
on the wilderness in which there is no man, to satisfy the waste and desolate ground, to cause the tender grass to grow. Does the rain have a father, or who fathers the drops of dew? Whose womb did the ice come out of? Who has given birth to the gray frost of heaven? The waters become hard like stone when the surface of the deep is frozen. Can you bind a cluster of the Pleiades or loosen the cords of Orion? Can you lead the constellations out in their season? Or can you guide the bear with her cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you establish its dominion over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds that abundance of waters may cover you? Can you send out lightnings that they may go? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who has put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who has given understanding to the mind? Who can count the clouds by wisdom? Or who can put out, pour out the bottles of heaven? When the dust runs in a mass and the clouds of earth stick together. Can you hunt to pray for the lioness or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens and lie in wait in the thicket? Who provides for the raven his prey when his young ones cry to God and wonder for lack of food? That was Job chapter 38. And now we have arrived at our final portion of scriptures, the apostolic writings. And we will be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 29 through 58. Otherwise, what will they do who are immersed for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why then are they immersed for the dead? And why do we also stand in jeopardy every hour? I affirm by the boasting in you which I have in Mashiach Yeshua our Lord, I die daily. If I fought with animals at Ephesus for human purposes, what does it profit me? If the dead are not raised, then let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Evil companionships corrupt good morals. Wake up righteously and do not sin. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will say, How are the dead raised? And with what kind of body do they come? You foolish one, that which you yourself sow is not made alive unless it dies. And that which you sow, you do not sow the body that will be, but a bare grain, maybe of wheat or of some other kind. But God gives it a body even as it pleased him, and to each seed a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial differs from that of the terrestrial. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. 
The body is sown perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, that which is spiritual is not first, but that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the one made of dust, such are those who are also made of dust. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, let us also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does the perishable inherit imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last shofar. For the shofar will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must become imperishable and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this perishable body will have become imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Sheol, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the Torah. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Yeshua the Mashiach. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 29 through 58. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice the cycle, you will also read Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 44 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.